hey, you should go follow this guy, Buddy, on the uh, Twitter machine. He's pretty funny and stuff. And sometimes, he doesn't say inappropriate things. Sometimes. So yeah, follow him. At Grumpy Llama. That, that's it. That's the ad. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. My name is Cutter, though you may know me as Three Bears in a Coat on air on HD1, and welcome to this episode of You'll Never Believe Me But. You'll Never Believe Me But is a storytelling podcast being produced here at WKNC about lying to me. Every episode I have a guest on and they tell me two stories, one real and one fake, and I have to decide which is real between them. For those of you that are new here or for those of you that need a quick refresher, I'm going to run down the three rules we have here before we get into today's episode. Rule number one, your story should not do significant damage to anyone else or their character. We're not trying to be outwardly mean to anyone other than ourselves. Rule number two, if someone else is featured in the story, you must either have their permission to say their name or use a fake name for them. You agreed to come on the show and tell these stories, but unless they agreed to have these stories told just use a fake name and rule number three and this is the easiest one all stories should start with you'll never believe me but and then a brief synopsis before starting the story just so we all know what we're getting into and as a nice little nod to the show's title so with all that housekeeping stuff out of the way let's go ahead and get into today's episode today's guest is daniel he is oh he is really to me an uncle uh, he is the father of Price, who came on earlier this season, the husband of Stacy, who came on last season. He, our lives have been, frankly, intertwined since I was born. Um, one of my dad's best friends, arguably my dad's husband, uh, more so than my own mom. Uh, and somebody that I'm very lucky to get in the studio because this rounds out my first full family, which I think is incredible. Uh, not to give you too much credit, but you did beat my own family for coming on my show so uh, not to shame them too much for it. But uh, it's good to have you here, Daniel. How are you? Doing great. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad we could get you on. Uh, and then, again, like I said, you know, we've had your family on in the past. Um, how did you find their episodes? Hilarious. That's, they, they did a great job. And yeah. it was, uh, I knew all the, well, I didn't know Price's story too well. Sure, sure. I knew Stacy's because uh, I helped live those uh, <laughs> right, but you and Price are such good friends. I was really curious as to what sure. he would come up with that you didn't know about. Of course, yeah, and I think he did a good job of that. So I've enjoyed every episode I've listened to. Oh, incredible! I'm very glad to hear that, and I'm glad to have you on. Uh, you have lived uh, much more than I have. I think would be a. I'm just old. I yeah, mean, so yeah. that's one way of saying it. I wasn't going to say it in a mean way, that's fine. but I'll uh, I'll take that too. But uh, it's nice to have you on. It's nice to have. Uh, I have a lot of people, of course, my age, a lot of my peers on, and some of my favorite episodes from the past have been adults who come on and tell, like, more grand stories that they get to have lived through their experience. And I'm not impressing upon you that uh, responsibility, um, but I am saying that's what's happened in the past. Hey, so. we'll see what we can do. I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, uh, I think, I mean... I don't have a lot to say, mostly because I'm just so curious to see what all you're going to talk about. I'm so excited because I know that you have almost spoiled your stories for me in the past. Yes. 
Um, and so with all of that, you know, that I'm, I'm excited for you to get that weight off your shoulders and to see if I can, uh, see if I can, I can piece finally it together. sleep again. That, I mean, I can only imagine yeah. the weight you've been under, Whew. uh, <laughs> on that but uh yeah unless you have any questions for me i'm ready to jump right into it let's light this candle all right well take it away you'll never believe me but i once sang in front of fifty thousand people and a president of the united states a sitting president of the united states <laughs> oh my god you're right i will never believe you 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 don't seem like the type of person to quite so eagerly go and do that i would argue yeah, it's the eagerly part. I'm, I'm not. Oh, oh, sure. sure. But yeah. I guess, I guess uh, we'll figure it all out. So how did it all go down? So when I was in college, uh, I, to go back even further, mm -hmm. you probably know that I have a background in, in music. I played, right. Yeah. I played piano for ten years. Yep. And when I went to college, after playing piano from eight to eighteen, mm -hmm. I just really wanted to get away from music. It, sure. it had been you know forty five minutes a day of practice and all these right competitions, totally. and so it was one of those. As rebellious as I was going to be, it was just a th <laughs> throw off, throw off music. And yeah. I realized, like, as I got into my sophomore year, I went to that that light blue school over in Chapel mm -hmm, Hill. Mm -hmm. uh, I won't say it too loudly in this Th building. That's a good idea. Yeah, thank you. And I realized at the beginning of my sophomore year, like something was missing. I, I felt kind of like I was, I was, uh, I just didn't feel like I was my complete self. Something sure, was off. Yeah, yeah. And a friend of mine was in this thing called Carolina Choir, and Carolina okay. Choir. Uh, is a probably about eighty person, uh, not just music majors, of people that you know, physics majors, mm -hmm, chemistry, mm -hmm. journalism, like me. Sure. Um, but if you had a background in music, and it was it was four days a week, and it was not your typical class, right? But it right. was it was just a really cool way to kind of get involved in music. So she told me that um, you should join. Uh, it's there's an audition process. And once you're in, you're in. You just got to make sure you can commit to those four days of of, of classes a week, which sure, are your, sure. your rehearsals. And you you sing really uh, dry, sacred, like things are in yeah, Latin and, yeah. and now this other stuff. But it was it's a lot of talent there. And right. So yeah. I auditioned at the end of my first semester sophomore year, got in. Oh, wow. And the reason I was so excited about it was James Taylor was going to be uh, singing with the group. In a, in a benefit concert, I think that spring. Wow. And I was so excited, and I thought that was going to be the thing I was going to lie to you about. But <laughs> I, I came up with a, you know, I have a different strategy. Um, turned out I didn't, I, from, I had to take a class at the same time. I oh, wasn't able no. to join. Uh, but I did join for the 1993-94 school year. Okay, sure. Uh, University of North Carolina turned 200 wow. that year. Wow, yeah. And there was a whole bunch of hullabaloo on campus. We were the first public university to open its doors. Right, sure. So that was a, a big honking deal. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, so on University Day, which I think is October 12th, they had a, a thing at the Keenan Stadium. Mm -hmm. And it was a, there was a, a Charles Kraut spoke, uh, bands and all this other stuff. Wow, and the, and yeah. the choir was there. Um, and one of the dignitaries that was speaking was about a 45-minute speech from uh, President Bill Clinton. Oh, um, my goodness. He talked wow. About, he talked about education and, sure. and his education initiatives. It was fairly early in his first term. So, yeah, we had to get up on stage and um, very, uh, very nervous. Sure. Uh, I, but there's – I think it was so overwhelming that it was – 
too much to even be nervous about. Right, right. When you walk up, you stand on the riser and you turn around and you look and there's a stadium full of people. Right. And you were having to sing part of it a cappella with no accompaniment. Oh, wow. And uh, luckily there were 80 of us there. Sure, but, sure. Uh, it was one of the coolest things that I can no longer find any record of. Really? Wow. Uh, you can find a video of the presentation after that gotcha. because there was like a stop and then they had the regular. <laughs> oh, so it's like they just erased that part of me. But Aww. it was it was just really cool. And it, it was one of the, the, the fun things I got to do in college. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that was that's that's that story. That's incredible. And so so you didn't get to sing, though, with. with Did not get to sing with James Taylor. Uh, if I had been, if I hadn't been able to work out, I would have been with James Taylor and Bill Clinton you oh. know, in the same. Um, but that was that was way too much to ask for. Of course, that I mean that'd be unreasonable. Yeah, we did a we did a tour. We uh, my senior year, we we did a, a world tour. We called it. Uh, uh, went to UVA, James Madison. I can't remember the other uh, like two other places, and we sure. made world tour two T-shirts. Oh, that's really and cool. it was uh, an idea I borrowed from the uh, from the uh, comic strip Bloom County. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, you know, Wembley Stadium canceled, you know, JFK Stadium right. canceled. Yeah, and then yeah, it was yeah. like the four dates we actually had and everything <laughs> else was canceled. We put yeah. those on the T-shirt and that was our our, our, our shirt for that oh, tour. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. And so, I mean, just beyond that being that experience, like that whole process, because I, I didn't take you for, again, I knew you had that background in music, but I didn't take you for much of a singer like at all. Yeah, I'm not a great singer. Uh, I, I cannot sing by myself, or I will not allow myself to sing by myself. Sure, sure. Um, but because I have such a strong background in music, I can right. I can sort of read sheet music. And then my job was to almost like an ampli- not an amplifier, like a tuner, mm, uh, to, to mm-hmm, make sure that mm-hmm. those powerful voices around me would be singing the right thing. So we would uh, stop down. We'd be singing these like twelve part harmonies where you're really hard to feel. Yeah, you know, I'm supposed to be on a B. This person's on an A. How am I supposed to uh, make these things work? And right. so I could just say, all right, well, I could sing it for them. And yep. then this person beside me who was a music major and is probably going to go to Broadway, <laughs> right. he could he could then do that. And, ah, and, gotcha. And so that was my value. Plus, you had to set up these risers. Mm-hmm. And I was really good at that. <laughs> um, so I was combination roadie slash, you know, soft voice singer who kept nice. people on the... And I was I was nice to people. And yeah, I, and I, I, I I probably shouldn't say this since my wife would want to listen. But uh, <laughs> the other reason I really wanted to join is that uh, of the eighty people, there were about 55, 60 of them were girls. Oh, and that nice. was that was always a, a good reason to show up. They were always looking yeah. for 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 dudes to to sing. So of course, of course, I don't want to make it sound like I did it just for the music. Of course, <laughs> never. I never. was I was a twenty year old kid at the time. So totally reasonable. So yeah, great utility singer. Yeah. I think would be yeah. a way to put. It. Yes, That's yes. Hilarious. I was I was I just did what I was uh, I did what I was asked to do. Didn't ask for more than that. I uh, but I had a great time and it was That's uh, awesome. Just you know, I got to buy a rental tux. Got Ooh, to actually buy one. Wow, uh, very and, exciting. And wear that you know to all these concerts and you know it was really cool. My my grandmother uh, got to come to, and granddad got to come to concerts. Oh, and, very cool. And um, after some really great pictures of us after after these shows and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was a good thing to do in college. Oh, that's awesome! Wow, that is very very cool. Uh, yeah. I'm curious to see how you're going to top that with uh, with your second story or as rival am I, I <laughs> uh, rival it, I guess. But uh, in that case, take it away. You'll never believe me, but I once hit a Hall of Fame basketball coach with a door. Ooh, that's very exciting. Uh, okay, I guess first of all, who? 
Uh, it would have been Dean Smith. Nice. I that yeah. tracks. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, how'd you how'd you clobber him? So the other fun thing I got to do in college was my senior year. I found out about the PR department within mm-hmm. the athletics department. At, sure. the, at the time, it was called Sports Information, which was very on the nose. Mm-hmm. Now it's called Athletic Media Relations because you know it sounds fancier. That's true. But when Sports Info uh, came calling, I, it was a, basically you work for quote unquote eight hours a week to get three hours of credit. Nice. They gave me keys to the Smith Center and access to football, basketball, all these games, and I'm like, I'm I'm here all the yeah, time. Yeah, worthwhile. So, uh, best job you could have uh, in college. In fact, we always used to joke with each other uh, that we knew at 21, 22 years old, we we're never going to have a better job than what we had. <laughs> right? When we were making minimum wage right. and uh, eating press box food all the time. So it really brought you in close contact with players, coaches, their staff. Sure. And um, this particular incident uh, would have been at uh, see spring of '95. I was a senior. Okay. Um, Carolina was playing of all places where my son went to school, goes to school, uh, Virginia Tech. Oh, nice. Yeah. Even before they were in the ACC, but yep. we were playing a non-conference game against them at Greensboro Coliseum. Okay. Yep. Greensboro had just gone through a facelift. They had renovated a lot of things, and this was sort of a signature event to say, hey, we're back. Oh, you know, nice. It's yeah, with. that's awesome. Fun fact, they weren't entirely back. <laughs> uh, the basketball court was set on top of, obviously, the, the ice rink. Right. Ice rink was being uh, completed because the Hurricanes were going to be playing there uh, uh, when they moved down from Hartford. Yep. All these things come together. And uh, <laughs> when you would step off of like these, uh, I think they were just like plywood boards to get you behind the scenes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you stepped off it was a a mix of like water and electrical cables which i didn't think was particularly safe it doesn't sound particularly safe and if you and they kept saying if you step off these boards you will tear your ankle up this whole place is a is a s show right now so just just be very careful awesome so the whole place was a bit off and um our job because we were the quote-unquote hosts right were to act like you know this was the smith center but we didn't know where anything was (laughs) we were doing our stats we were away from home right and after the game uh two things Mm -hmm. happened well one inconsequential to the story but still important to me uh a former boston celtics player named ml Carr, okay who had gone to my high school ah. he was he's one of the big hoop-de-doos that ever came out of my high, high sure. school yep yep uh he at the time was a general manager for the boston celtics wow okay and he was going to be there today to see some of the carolina players i'm not sure if virginia tech had any players he wanted to see but sure. we had uh, jerry stackhouse and rashid wallace yep yep and after it was over with, after the game was over with, I ran over to him with a stat sheet and said, Mr. Carr, I'm Earl Teachy's son. You know, he taught you in high school. Can I get an internship <laughs> with you after? And he's like, just send me some information. So I tried to use it as a networking event. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact, I never worked for the Boston Celtics. And that he is, was, that he is was fired after that season because oh. the Celtics sucked so bad. Yeah. But back to the story at hand. <laughs> right. Um, one of the things we did was take those stat sheets because in the, in the era right before the internet, right, you would. Uh, this is how old I am. We would hand <laughs> hand write the, oh, the, the box score. Uh huh. Wow. Um, and then someone would have to run to a copy machine, and yep. then you'd have to run it. I mean, we're talking literal sprints to get yep. to the people that are on deadline, the journalists and everything else. Yep. Yep. And. Um, so they would hand out like 25 at a time, and my job was to go find the media room sure. and start handing them out to people who were sure. trying to write their stories. Uh, 
Again, we're not at home. Right. I don't know the best way to get somewhere. Totally. So there are all these little double doors, all these corridors, mm-hmm. and I'm just nervous. I'm trying to just stay on schedule. Yeah. I go slamming into this door, uh-huh. and I hear a thunk. <laughs> oh. And I look, and Dean Smith's kind of stumbling back. Oh, um, my gosh. And I, had, and I had hit him with this door. And um, another fun fact, um, my roommate... At, in college at the time was a as a senior manager for, oh, the, nice. for the basketball team, sure, yeah. and so he gave me the the dirty sneak eye because <laughs> uh, I hit a a national treasure with a door. Yeah. I could not see these doors were were completely sure, it's metal. Sure. There's no nothing no, to see. Had no through. way of knowing that totally. who was on the other side. Oh, and wow. I kept thinking, uh, oh my god, I I. But he was not that hurt. But I did I did hit him with a door. Sure. Years later, mm. I'm working uh, at a software company here in town. Sure. And I and I very came very close to hitting a billionaire with a Ooh, door. Very uh, a very exciting. famous um, alum of this university that I'm sitting in right now. Um, uh huh. So uh-huh. that was fun. So that I almost I could have had a, a twofer. Gosh, that'd of, be incredible. Of hitting um, some of the most famous North Carolinians with doors, and also led to a an idea for a. Um, we'll call it game show, sort of like the Amazing Race. <laughs> okay. Called, uh, I think your dad and I worked on this one. Called "Hit a Billionaire with a Door," <laughs> and it's where two people, these teams of two people, would go mm. around the world and try to hit a billionaire with a door. Um, not really sure what the prize would be, but uh, basically, I, it was just it was based on a true story. Meaning, right? Mine. Meaning you almost hit a billionaire I, with a door. So, Wouldn't that be funny if yeah. there was a film crew? So on I guess yeah. the, the moral of the story is: if I'm opening a door, just watch yourself. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think uh, I think that's a good uh, good warning. Yeah, that's incredible. So, and you never. Like, you hit him with the door. Mm-hmm. Then what is your next? Like you just like, whoop! Shut the door and start running away. Or? Well, the the other fun thing there is that uh, Coach Smith famously never forgot names. Oh, <laughs> so I'm I'm effusively apologizing, right? And he says, "Oh, it's okay, Daniel." Which oh, which in and of itself is cool. Because, right, sure, very because cool. He 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 knew my name. Um, then, you know, uh, I just kind of also, I was, uh, I knew enough to just get the crap out of there at yep. that time. Yep. And I took my now probably, um, uh, clammy hands, <laughs> so copies of, right. of, of uh, stats and start going, trying to find the press room again. Jeez. Yeah. Oh man. I wasn't fired. That was a sure. good thing. I worked, uh, I went to grad school. I worked two more years Yep. Uh, yep. and sheepishly trying to avoid him. And every time <laughs> I opened the door to Smith or after that, it was very slowly Mm. Um, very carefully. As long as you learn your lesson. Opening the door. I mean, yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah, you never know who's on the other side. You never know who's on the other side. Ain't that the, ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible. I'm glad he was okay. That would have been a really... A really yeah, tragic. if he had shown up to a press conference with like a you know, shiner or his <laughs> right, eye. Or, right, uh, And then they would have... and. It's Dean Smith. It's Carolina basketball. Yeah. They were on their way to a Final Four. There yep. would have been an investigation as to how that happened. Oh, totally. And, uh, you know, uh, it would have been similar to what happens at a Yankees game or something when a, and a kid re- reaches out on the field and yep. catches a fly oh, ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, the next day, you know who that kid is. You yep. know where he lives. Yep. Well, it would have been the same thing with me. And that's that's the part that kind of terrified me that's uh, so fair. at that time. It's like we were only a few seconds, of, or maybe not even that, like a fractions of a second away from it being a little bit worse. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gosh, that's incredible. What luck. Well, uh, brilliant. Two very, very good stories, Daniel. Thank you so much. No problem. Well, two very, very good stories. Uh it's tough because as much as as much as I know about you, 
right? These are all specific instances that extrapolate things that I know. And I think that's whichever of these is a lie and to whatever extent that it is, right? I think you've done a very good job crafting two very believable stories off of parts of who you are that I that I know, mm-hmm. right? And so, first of all, hats off to you. Incredible job because Woo-hoo. I have no, like genuinely no idea. Well, you got a 50-50 shot, so you want a coin? Right. You know, I... That might not be a bad idea. I've listened to the show. I'm like, why doesn't he just flip a coin? I think that would be that, honestly, especially in season one when I was like tragic at it. I mean, <laughs> I definitely would have benefited from just flipping but a coin. But you're on a streak, though. You said four yeah, in a row. Yeah, I've got the past four in a row. All right. So I'm, I'm, hoping, to, I'm hoping to keep it. Go with rolling. a hot hand, man. Just... I'm a, right? I mean, what's uh, what could go wrong? I'm going to say... I know, so I know you, you know, we've talked about in the past that you did stats for Carolina basketball, um, and you've talked a lot about that experience. I think, and maybe, again, because I could can't tell from the content of the stories itself, I'm having to expand to, like, meta-level reasoning. And so I think that you are counting on me to remember that more than knowing that you're musical and would have you know, been singing and, and done all, you know, all of this to that extent with the Carolina choir and are saying, oh, he's just going to believe the story about hitting Dean Smith because he knows that I worked with basketball, you know, whatever, whatever. You're, you're thinking about this a lot more than I did. But oh, I, keep going. I, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm, but I'm watching this and going, I don't know how this is happening, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I it's it's just put it putting in this like being in this position, especially two really good stories like this is, is very hard. And I think for a lot of other people, the stories are like one really extravagant story and one like kind of not as interesting story. Uh, but these are distinctly like very similar in terms of like intensity and draw. Like it's it's really because that's a lot what I rely on is like who the person is and to what level of drama they put, you know, the stories to. But but I just don't know. Uh, so I'm going to say that I think I think the first story is true. I think. You did sing in front of 50,000 people, a sitting president of the United States, and did not, in fact, hit Dean Smith with the door, partially because I don't think that you would be able to live with the guilt of that on a day-to-day basis. Uh, so that's what I'll say. I'll say the first story is true, and you did not hit Dean Smith with the door, slash hit him much harder with the door and and severely hurt him. But uh, that's going to be my guess. I think the first story is true. The second story is fake. Final answer. That is my final answer. All right. Well, you are five for five. Oh, my you goodness. Wow. What a it. streak. Okay. So, again, all of that first story, Carolina Choir, just happened how it happened. That's incredible, by the way. Yeah, it was a great experience. And it was um, – that whole year was bizarre because I, I entered a lottery to live in the oldest building, the oh, original building cool. on campus. Yeah. So not only did I get to go to the University Day celebration that night, but in the uh, during the day, those of us who lived in Old East, the right. oldest building on campus, were um, in the morning seated in front of all the dignitaries. Oh, Governor, very cool. Dr., you know, Dean Smith, whoever else. Right, right. Uh, and and th- they rededicated the building with us there, all 66 of us. Oh, wow. You know, um, somewhat awake and wearing our nicest clothes and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. brushing our hair uh, <laughs> right. kind of like you know Bart Simpson where it's just kind of tacked down on both <laughs> yep, sides yep yep so that whole day was uh, that's sort incredible. of an out of body experience and then it capped that night uh, in a uh, packed Keenan Stadium which the other thing I remember about it um, 
anytime a politician talks, mm-hmm. it seems like it goes on forever. Right. Yeah. If you're wearing a very, th- very thin, um, uh, tuxedo coat, <laughs> and you've given it away to because all of the girls were just wearing like of course, sleeveless, yeah. you know, dresses. Yep, we were all freezing. Oh, and even for though sure. it was probably like 55, 60 degrees, after a while, there's just nothing. And nothing we were hungry, we haven't eaten in quite oh, a while. Geez, Security yeah. was crazy, yep, yep, because a, a president was there. So it totally. was. Uh, not something I'd do again, but it was it was, uh, <laughs> it was very something, cool to something do. I'm once. Glad to have done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Well, then, okay. So that all again, incredible experience. But so, what actually happened then? What if that Dean Smith story is true? Everything happened. Uh, we were at the uh, Green okay. Coliseum. It was uh, not horrible. It was a a jacked up place to sure, play a game. Yeah. They were they were just not completely back up and yeah, running. Totally. We did not know where things were. We were running around like totally chickens with our that. heads cut off. Yeah. I did fling a door open. Mm. Uh, if I had been two or three seconds later, I would have hit him with the door. Wow. Incredible. Because um, I, as I was opening it fully, someone slapped their hand on it. <laughs> and I, I, I peeked around the door and he was walking with, but he always had people around him. Right. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I hope that there were people that would have caught the door, including my, right, my of old course. roommate. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there was that, um, moment of you know there was a, a, a murmured apology and i yeah. was like i just got to get to the media room he didn't say anything to sure. me at that time um sure. he was on his way to a press conference <clears throat> i was just uh it was when i started walking away when i realized <laughs> right. holy crap right I, I could have taken out uh one of the probably the most important man in north carolina oh absolutely with a door yeah wow and wouldn't that have been I really, and I was a senior. I was uh, oh, sure. probably January of of my sophomore year, so I was like, I, I'm four months away from being out of this place, and, and what a way <laughs> right. to leave it. So it was yeah. to me, it was, that was the the terror that I had oh almost gosh. done something Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, that's horrifying. But uh, you didn't. Yeah. So look yeah. at that. That's wonderful. So, but to clarify, does Dean Smith know your name though? He does. Okay. Yeah. He he. The only time it really came up, and this is one of my favorite stories. Sure. Uh, I'd been there for a little while, and I'm carrying. I mean, you're a student assistant. You're you're, right. you're essentially just just muscle sometimes. Yeah, you're just a body. Yeah. So these you know ten reams of paper in a box. They're yep. very heavy, and yep. I had to bring it down to the copy room. Sure. And uh, there were these, I guess, fire doors in the Smith Center. Mm-hmm. I mean, the freaking building's named after him. <laughs> right, right. But he's coming through those those doors, yeah. and he sees me about 20 feet away carrying this thing, and mm-hmm. he knows I have to go to the other side. So he holds the door open for me. Oh, wow, yeah. And I get summon the, the nerve to say, thanks, <laughs> sure. thanks, coach, as I walk by. And he says, no problem, Daniel. Good. And That's so I, crazy. And, to be fair, sure. I grew up a huge NC State fan. Right. Yeah. I, I was yeah. telling my son who drove me here because yep. uh, I'm a I'm a big important uh, <laughs> of person. Of course. Of course. Uh, when I was uh, we were looking at the Reynolds Coliseum, that's where in 1983 I went to basketball camp. Wow. The Jim Valvano basketball yeah. camp, the year that NC State won the national championship. Wow. And, Incredible. Uh, I was looking around, going, nothing here looks the same except yeah. for Reynolds. Yeah. Kind of yep. went away from it. I'm like, okay, everything here looks the same because it's a little bit older part yeah, of campus. Yeah, uh, I was a huge state fan growing up. Yeah, but even with that, you go to Carolina, uh, you start working around. Yeah, those people and and things change. And sure. so he was, he just did things the right way. He was a really yeah. nice guy to Absolutely. to everybody. And when he said my name, I 
I really wanted to just drop that box, call my dad, tell him that you know, <laughs> this was a, a really cool thing that happened. Yeah, um, absolutely. But instead, I've just told the story now for almost 30 years. I mean, absolutely. As Why you not? well should. That's yeah. incredible. Oh, very, very cool. Well, uh, I'm glad to keep the streak rolling, first of all. But yeah. uh, I think we're going to take a little break. You're going to get to hear my two stories and give you a quick refresher. I don't know how much you remember of them. Uh, slash if you know them, have heard them. Uh, and then we'll be right back with your guess as to which of my two stories is true. That was great. Hey, real quick. While Daniel is listening to my stories, if you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening, whether that's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. Also, just so you all remember my two stories, here's a quick recap. In my first story, I was working at a gymnastics summer camp and had to take care of a kid who peed himself, getting peed on in the process. But this happened not once, but twice two years apart. In my second story, I stopped into a friend's dorm for a late night conversation that ended up making him faint. And while I took care of him, another friend in the room passed out, which let me take care of both of them for most of the night, only to find out that one of the other people in the room was a trained medical practitioner. With all that out of the way, let's get back into the action. Well, Daniel, those were my two stories. What'd you think? Those are great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I don't, you. I'm, I'm, um, you said you fret when you hear these yes, stories. From yeah, other I'd say that's a good word I'm for it. I'm quietly fretting. Mm, you do quietly fret, I yeah. think, a lot. I, I quite vocalize my, mm -hmm. my fretting. Uh, it's, so, there's all types. You know, lots of, lots of different types. If, if you want, you know, as you're sorting through, if you have any questions for me about the stories, you're more than welcome to ask them. I'm happy to answer. Um, if you have any comments in general you want to make as you're sorting out your thoughts and quietly fretting, uh, or you can launch right into your guess and your reasoning, I will not stop you. No, I mean, I, I, I'll just react. I mean, sure. Uh, I, I'm familiar with the gym mm -hmm. of which you speak, and yes, I know that yes. uh, that getting peed on is a occupational hazard yeah. for people that work <laughs> yep. there. Yep. Uh, yep. Your, your father shared a, a, a picture one time of the uh, gift pack that someone got oh, with, a, with, yes. a, with a card that said, sorry, you got peed on. Yeah. I didn't get one either of the times I got peed on, by the way, and uh, I'm real pissed but about it. But you're in the family. So yes, right. You, but, you probably uh, weren't even getting paid to be there. I was getting paid oh, to be okay, there, well, actually. Good. Yeah, that's I good. know. They're, they're nice like that. All right. They'll force me to do it, but they'll pay me. So so I'm familiar with that, and yeah. I do know it's, it's common. I don't know... The whole three-year-old thing is mm -hmm. a bit of a surprise. I didn't sure. know that they ever went that that young. So yep. that, that kind of um, raises a flag. Sure, totally. Uh, for the other um, story, yeah, there's just so much there. Oh, absolutely. It and was it was absolutely absurd. You could you could say it was a lie by saying, well, there was a third person, <laughs> right? Who felt you know another so, person passed out. Um, sure. But at that point, like I do believe there was a gas leak or something uh, with the there, there with was the tides something in the air or for something sure. going on. Yeah. So I, I can see why I want to think that both of them are true and both of them are false. So totally. That's why Absolutely. the fretting. You've done a good job of picking those two. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm gonna go ahead and and, and lock in an answer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. The first story is false. The first story is false. false. Okay. Or at least has false elements sure. to it. Sure. And the second uh, story is true. Second story being uh, okay. just, just madcap enough <laughs> yeah, for yeah. freshman year of college to, to have been true. Absolutely. Uh, although, if I'm wrong, totally will we'll say, <laughs> you know what? I made the wrong call. But I, I have a feeling there's some things in that first one. It's a three-year-old thing that sticks in my sure. head. Absolutely. I don't know yeah. why. 
No, that's, that, I mean, that just that's seems totally like uh, pretty young for gymnastics. I totally. Don't, I don't think those kids know how to tumble worth a crap. Uh, no, they don't. Uh, yeah. they, mostly, they, they mostly play around. And God, I, they're so and, good at yeah. it. Yeah, and I know three-year-olds can, can be sprinklers if they so choose. They are incredible. But, uh, yeah, that's why I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go that way. Totally fair. Would you like to know uh, if you're in the majority or the minority? With I, your would. Guess. I would. You are actually in the minority. Minority. Uh, That's of, fine. Of three guesses, uh, three guesses share your opinion. Four do not, including uh, your own son disagrees with you. Yeah, well, so yeah, he's, he believes he's that I got. He believes that I got peed on. Okay, twice. Well, it's so. probably wishful thinking. He thinks I thought it was funnier. <laughs> I appreciate that you don't wish that upon nah, me. Nah, no, no, you know no. what. That's Not the, twice. Know. Once, okay. Right. Yeah. Once, yeah. fine. It happens. Twice is beyond the pale. Yeah. See, this is why you're my favorite. This is why you're my favorite of your family. Yeah. I've always said that. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm the one on the mic. That works. <laughs> I mean, that's. I've only said that to everyone. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, well, thank you so much for your guests. I'm excited to have you back on in whenever this season ends up. Uh, so that way we can get your reaction to me revealing the truth to you. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I'm very excited to. Uh. In one to three business months uh, get you back on. We'll see how it all shakes out. You never know. I'm not going anywhere. I I would hope not. That would uh, would make me quite sad. But uh, Daniel, thank you so much for your guess. Thanks. This was good fun. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I think more than anything else, we learned that you are a little bit better with doors than you think. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. I mean, frankly, for my sake, when I leave this room, I'm letting you go first. But uh, beyond that, um, I think so. All the kids out there, just be very careful. Just be very I mean, careful. If you can't see who's on the other side, you just never know. Just you never know. And if and if you're ever around, uh, Daniel, just be a little careful on the other side of the door. Announce yourself. Wear a helmet. Wear a helmet. That's also a good idea. Yeah. I think uh, a bubble wrap. Or you if you do, if you're in a dorm with Cutter, also. Yeah. Wear a also true. Just don't yeah. let me talk too much. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm just I'm just so good at it. Uh, that's why me. That's why they pay me the big bucks here. That's it. It's because I'm good at talking for a very long time. Uh. Thank you so much, Daniel, for joining me. Where can listeners find more of you? I'm on Twitter. I don't mm-hmm. do a lot there, but sure. I'm, I'm trying to always do more. That's T-E-A-C-H-E-Y-D T-E-A-C-H-E-Y-D, mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter. Yep. Uh, you can catch me there. Absolutely. But my favorite place oh, on Twitter sure. Pray tell. is uh, Grumpy Llama. Mm, I've uh, heard that one's good. This guy named Buddy Bell. He, yeah. he, he live tweets everything. He's mm. Possibly the funniest person in the world. It's also for those listeners out there. That's that's Cutter's dad. That's my dad, uh, and who's also my uh, my best friend slash life partner. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you have a sibling who does uh, fashion. Now you're shouting and out so my whole family. If you want to see uh, or hear what it's like for a fifty-something-year-old uh, person to go through a fashion show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, check out Grumpy Llama and watch someone rage tweet themselves into oblivion. Uh huh. I think most recently he he live tweeted um what was it the Corgi races on the ESPN yes. the the yeah. Ocho day they did recently and usually I'm on the other line on a text thread oh of course uh, t- tweeting with or as he live tweets I'm I'm feeding him stuff or right, I'm, I'm reacting to him in, in real time so. ghost, a little bit of ghostwriting perhaps yeah, 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 yeah absolutely yeah. so yeah all Takes those a village. all those a lot of those <laughs> it really does a lot of those certified. Uh, grumpy llama classics you know who's got a hand in them yeah we're we're, we're trying to you know. We're gonna make him as, as important as like Shaquille O'Neal or something like God, that. Wouldn't that he's be gonna something. be an influencer one day? I, you know what? I wouldn't put it past him. He's got he's got all the right energy. He's yeah. obnoxious and uh, has no shame and uh, doesn't care about making a fool of himself in public. And that's all you need, really. Yeah, he could be a Kardashian. He, those, I uh, mean, at that yeah. point, I think he's he's you know even a step above. I believe so because uh, he's funny. But uh, maybe that's just me. But Daniel, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely.
That will do it for this episode. Our intro music is Pop Nugget off of Compositions 2, used under the Creative Commons license found on Free Music Archive. Our outro music is Vintage News off production music, used under the Creative Commons license, also found on Free Music Archive. I've been Cutter. This has been You'll Never Believe Me But, and thank you all for listening. Good day and good night. <laughs> <laughs>